comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me from across the stars and into your hearts, he is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hey, it's me. I'm the co-host. Of the year. (laughs) Of the year, yeah. You have been the co-host of, of the year. For, I was going to say, <laughs> this yeah. is an ongoing thing for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I feel like uh, I should get go to like a trophy store and get you um, a plaque that says, like, you know, co-host of the year maybe has a, a, an engraved microphone or something in it. And the first year that you were on, 2019 or something like that, have like Mike Luther, 2019. And then just every year, add a new little, uh, you know, name and and year. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That'd be fun. Um, That'd be fun. I was it? I don't know if it was 2019 or 2018. I can't remember. We we know for sure it was pre-pandemic. Yes, yes. Because back in the day, about eight thirty nine, I used to get in my car and take the know, maybe ten minute drive over to your house i'd be and like i'd have to call or text and be like the kids asleep you can come over yeah yeah and and you know or the wife's going to bed you can come over right <laughs> and under other circumstances that might appear you know shady but, uh, under other circumstances sure yeah but it was just my coming over to record a podcast yeah and then yeah. laugh at me when i fall asleep on the couch yeah, we would we would sit on the kitchen. Well, sit not sit on. We sit around the kitchen table at first. Uh, we, that was our first recording place, and then moved to where you are at now. The desk which is in your the yeah the desk in the I don't know what do you call that area the the it, well if if I stood up and moved the camera around you'd be like oh apparently he's in the garbage. The, like the dumpster because <laughs> it's just a bunch of shit that ended up here uh yeah and then you know the pandemic happened and we learned about zoom actually i don't even know was zoom a thing even before the pandemic i'm sure it was i don't think the pandemic invented it but right. i don't think anybody knew about Zoom. i it, uh, it, it it became a um a noun and an adjective yeah i was like gonna jump on this zoom call you know, gonna zoom, uh, zoom gonna with somebody, zoom with somebody, yeah, verb too, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then it became hilarious when people who were on like major networks were having people, uh, you know, their children walk in on them in their office or people in business settings, and these are like old stories, but like people in business settings would be like zooming from the toilet, and you know, just there. You know, here's here's the funny thing is. Uh, still to this day, there's people that don't understand how Zoom works <laughs> and how to mute or not mute their microphone. Because mm-hmm. I recently, there was a training I had that was via Zoom. And you when you got on there, I I don't I can't remember if your microphone was muted or not. But I was, as soon as I go on, I, I mute my microphone. But sure enough, there was some girl that literally was like, like, you heard her go, I don't even know what the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. No. And then, of course, you know, you see him looking up at the camera and just, you know, zero awareness. And stuff. So, yeah, people still don't. Yeah. Yeah. People, wow. Yeah. Some people still don't know. We're going to be completely like COVID will be eradicated and people still won't know how to operate Zoom properly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and that's, you know, that's a lot of technology. Yeah. stuff well mike let's talk about some of the the uh, activities that you've been you've been a very busy man uh with in in regards to nerds united this past week sir yes uh we started last week i think it was saturday morning movie, saturday morning yeah an 80s movie mania t- tournament which essentially we had 
64, which is a crazy amount to think about, and we're still missing a lot, but 64 movies, 80s movies picked out, uh, kind of tournament style. We put them on, essentially, they're right now, they're only on the Facebook page and our, and our Twitter page, which our Facebook page is Nerds United Show, and our Twitter. Twitter page is at, yeah, and at, at Twitter as well, at Nerds United Show. Uh, I had him out a couple other places in you know, a couple rounds, but I was like, ah, I got, it's easier for me to stick with this, uh, checking it wise. Right. But yeah, so we, uh, yeah, putting two movies up against each other, whatever one you like best, you comment that one. We are right now, we went from 64 to, as of this recording, the ones I have on the Facebook page, those eight winners We'll move on to the Sweet 16 round. Then tomorrow, I will do the next, the winners of the next matchups. We'll move on to the final, you know, the rest of the Sweet 16 round. Um, After that, I might, yeah. No, go ahead. I was just, after that, I might take a couple day break just because I, I think, I don't know. I think people are kind of getting tired of it. I because I, sometimes like the some um not that we're getting tons of comments we are getting a, a a decent amount but some movie fights will have like seven comments I notice and then some have two so I don't know if people are just tired of like I'll comment again comment again so after the sweet sixteen round which will be uh was well, I don't know, whenever this comes out Saturday Sunday maybe um might take two three days and then. And then and then and then start the sweet 16 round and you know go from there i think it's a great idea mike there's yes. a little uh there's uh, you know you allow some some finality you know we get to say goodbye to uh the recently departed and mm-hmm. and we get to uh, uh uh cheer the victors and let that breathe for a little bit i mean hey the uh, if i want you to think about this if march madness the, the NCAA men's basketball tournament was being done as quickly as our movie, 80s movie <laughs> madness tournament. Uh, it would be done in two weeks and all of the television sponsors yeah. would be pissed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I do say there are some, like I, some of these matchups I look at, cause I'm looking at them right now and so I'm like, I. The, I don't know how people are going to vote. Like there, we have one coming up, uh, Return of the Jedi versus Ghostbusters. And those are just two classic, two favorites, I feel. So I don't know how, the, the, even a, a National Lampoon's Vacation versus Blues Brothers is another one. Right, one yeah. Those are, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, when you look back and at, at some of these matchups that we've had, the, some of the ones that have garnered, I mean, we had to go deep, deep, deep to find a winner for Roadhouse versus E.T., and yes. I'm happy to say now I, you and I, it's important to know you and I are not voting. You know, we have no, no sway no. in this uh-huh. whatsoever. Um, but I, you said, um, I, I didn't want to vote and I didn't want to, cause I knew where you would vote and you knew where I would vote. We right. didn't want to be that, that swing vote. So I said, well, I'll, I'll, let me ask my wife. And, and you were suggesting the same thing. We'll see what your wife said. Mm-hmm. And she said roadhouse. Yes. So and that's, we also should, that, that's how you know yeah. that I married a smart woman. Well, yeah, with yeah, impeccable taste. She is very with smart. impeccable taste. She is very smart. Um, I also want to point out that, that, like, just in case people don't know, like, we asked your wife because she is um, a third party, non biased. Like, she is just because you wanted one thing, uh, she will not listen to you. Like, if she really wanted ET, she would have said ET. Yeah, I the um like the, you have that, no sway on on her. That's also true. Um yeah. no, in fact, I didn't even uh I I just said I I sent her the link, you know, mm-hmm. so she could go and I said need a tiebreaker. And so yeah. I didn't say, "Hey, honey, yeah. remember all the good times we had watching Roadhouse?" <laughs> um, By the way, not only did she vote on that one, she voted on all the other ones, as well as somebody else in your family did too. Yeah, which just proves that when you share something, it actually you know helps out the the, the page a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's staring intently <laughs> at me, folks. 
All right. So, um, with, with this being said, knowing that this will probably drop, you know, Saturday, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, uh, you know, go over, check out Nerds United uh, on Facebook or Twitter.com. I don't think anybody's actually logging on to Twitter. I mean, nobody's logging on a Twitter from a browser. So from your Twitter app, uh, just search in Nerds United Show. You'll see the su- uh, same super monkey that, that has been our logo for years. And, uh, you know, the throw a follow and uh, and keep voting. It's been a lot of fun. I think we're going to do this again in uh, at Christmas time. And we did a Christmas movie, or I did a Christmas movie tournament. This yes. was the, the Nerds United pre-mic, or uh, mm-hmm. B, I was going to say BM, but that's... BC, before co-host. Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> it sounds better than bowel movement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, Mike, you made a good point, like, They've made more Christmas movies since then, and, mm-hmm. and they have. Yeah. So, so we'll probably do. I, I can't guarantee you there'll be a, a difference, but you never know. We have, uh, you know, with, with Mike's uh, increased involvement, you know, he's brought more ears and eyes to uh, Nerds United. So, uh, they might they might skew things uh, a, a different way. So we'll we'll have yeah. some fun with that later this year. But Mike, shall we get into things that have been uh, watched and read? Let's do it. What have you watched and or read? <laughs> uh, actually, no, it's funny. I started reading uh, Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Returns. So Ooh. I am. It's it's a not that it's a thick book, but it's uh, it's wordy. It is um, wordy. And that's not a negative thing. Um, but there's... I am probably fourth of the way through. OK, there, there's uh, quite a bit of exposition and dialogue. You know, yeah, I, th- I think Frank Miller took uh, Batman's internal monologue and and cranked it up to eleven. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, one thing you know, I one thing I noticed about this, uh, they a, a lot of it has to do with the news, where you know it's you know news anchors talking, you know, to, mm-hmm. to not on tonight's top story, blah blah blah. It made me think: when was the last time you watched the news? That is a great question. And I can I can go with confidence and say I have more recently gone into YouTube and searched for a Huey Lewis in the news song than I have <laughs> sat down and watched the news. Yeah. I you know I remember like but it probably was the same for you growing up, uh ten o'clock, I think it was like maybe nine or ten. That's when the parents, the news came on, and the parents watched the news. I was already my, in my bed by then. then. Well, I had a bedtime, so for in my house it was, uh, you know, whatever, like old sitcoms, you know, mm-hmm. that the dad used to watch, be it Mash or um, uh, Beverly Hillbilly, you know, the, oh, the yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. the, the the black and white, and and then like yeah, yeah. the Mash was not black and white, but you know, he watched that, and then. It was like the five o'clock news. Then it was another half hour of, of that. And then it was the six o'clock news. I'm like, nothing's changed, <laughs> you know? And I think I, I, you know, forgive me for not remembering the exact years, but there was a time where, you know, like it'd be, we're sitting there and let's say it's, it's, you know, not a, a summer day where I've got ball practice or my sister's got ball practice, but you know, we're sitting there, weather's crappy. Nothing needs to be done inside except cooking dinner, and mom might be cooking dinner that night. Dad cooked too. I'm like, I'm not, you know, mom. Dad's a good. Dad's a great cook. Um, but you know, he'd be sitting there with like, you know, a, a bag of peanuts or something like that, or or some pretzels and a, and a beer or two. Um, I can say this, like, I, you know, I, all my years, I've never seen my dad drunk, which is, I think, is pretty cool. Um, yes. but, uh, you know, be, there were times where it'd be the five o'clock news and then whatever show. You know, a classic TV show was on or whatever was in syndication at the time. You know, as, as I got older, it became like everybody loves Raymond or yeah. like it was really weird a few years back to just be popping in, you know, for, for something uh, on, on a weeknight and like they're watching Big Bang Theory and, <laughs> and, and like, like mom, dad, they're like, is this what you do at the comic book shop, Greg? <laughs> no, because I don't have any friends at the comic yeah. book shop. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and it, but uh but it would be like, you know, news at five. Uh, and, and this is, uh, I, I think in the Eastern time zone, which is the wrong time zone, uh, but in the Eastern time zone, they have, you know, different 
things. But new local news, you know, out of St. Louis at five, half hour TV show, local news again at six, uh, mostly for any updated weather type of things. And then the national news at six thirty for a half hour of of whatever was, you know, the national program. And then seven o'clock was usually like Cardinal baseball or um, yeah. you know, ER was was more prime time, but you know, like the 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 shows. MacGyver when I was a kid. I used to watch the shit out of MacGyver. I remember I remember MacGyver seems like the one I remember being on um I guess they could say it in syndication. Um like in the afternoons for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe, it just maybe. seems like one like, of those. Like on USA. Shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, uh there was a Highlander um uh, show. Yeah. Uh and <clears throat> Lorenzo Lamas as the renegade. Do you remember that from the nineties? No. Uh-uh. Do you know who Lorenzo Lamas was? I that that name sounds really familiar. I'm trying I'm gonna I'm gonna look him up so I see a picture of him. And I I get oh yeah. And it was also a little bit of that, you know, like sometimes like the pre-news programming would have been like the uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo, Hercules or Xena. You know, there was a little bit of, of that for, on occasion. Um, but yeah, in the evening, By the way, he's nothing what I, what I what I expected at all. He's not a long, close, long haired badass. Yeah, no, nope, not what I was expecting, <laughs> but sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to I was just going to say, uh, but yeah, MacGyver. I specifically remember MacGyver at one point in the eighties, one season or, or maybe its entire run was on Monday nights when there was nothing else good to watch on Monday nights. And then the nineties gave us wrestling. Yes. Yes. So, Oh, so that that's, uh, for, I don't even know how we got talking about that shit. What what I was reading uh, dark Knight returns. Thank you. On the news. news. But yeah, so. <laughs> Thank yep. you, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, so I'll, I'll do, uh, get into what I was reading this past week Perfect. and I am happy to say that I'm all caught up, uh, with our, our friend and, and former guest here on the show, uh, Grimm by Stephanie Phillips issue number three. I mean, come okay. on. That's a, that's a great cover, right? It is, it is amazing. And that's, uh, I believe, uh, is the artwork of Flaviano. Yes. So, um, I, so plot wise, uh, our, our friend here, uh, Jessica Harrow, who is a grim is on the run. She's being chased, uh, and she's being chased in this issue by an entity known as the end. Bum, bum, bum. There's hope that they might be able to find the grim reaper, like the OG death, like the, the guy. He's missing. Yes. We don't know where, uh, but he left his scythe behind. And uh, apparently like, oh, my God, I can't believe we left the scythe. Uh, like, it's not going to work for anybody else. Guess what happens when Jessica picks up the the, the scythe stick? It kills her. It, and that was it, the end of the story. No. no. Uh, so, again, it, it is the uh, the Grim or the Reaper who activates the scythe uh, by by holding it. Otherwise, it's just a, a, a stick. So when Jessica picks it up, bum, bum, bum. Ooh, nice. And I have a theory. I don't want to, uh, I hope this doesn't come across as like trying to predict, but I have a theory because she has an unknown past. Everybody else is like, I know what I did when I was alive, and she doesn't. I think she might be Death's daughter. Okay. Okay. Interesting. We'll have we'll have to wait and find out. I don't know when the next. I guess are these monthly coming out? They are. Okay. So we'll I just wait spilled until water. Next month. Oh, that happens. Shouldn't Mike? I should be better. <laughs> it's it's all right. So I've I've read that. I'm also caught up on uh, the Jurassic League. Good, which good. is becoming more and more ridiculous. <laughs> I believe it. Which I mean, I guess it's it's dinosaurs as superheroes uh, are familiar superheroes, so I, I guess that's sort of expected. And a really interesting twist in number seven of ten of Batman: The Night, as you can see, Bruce Wayne there. And would you like to know what that twist is, Mike? What is that? It is the uh, entrance and um, inferred past relationship history if you will, with the great Zatanna. Uh, 
Oh, okay. As, as, again, if you're not familiar with Batman the Night, this is very much a story of of Batman's um think of like the Jesus years. It's after, you know, after his parents have been killed before he, you know, before year one, before he becomes Batman, he's going around the world training and he is the this particular issue is him uh being trained a little bit in like show and stage magic by uh Zatanna's dad, but he's like, Oh, magic's real. Well, I need to be prepared for everything because you know how Batman is. So then it's okay, uh, can we can we get him this um uh elevated level of awareness about magic? So sounds good. And I always I like the the character of Zatanna too. Do you know the the first uh time I ever heard of Zatanna? I'm going to have a guess. TV show it was Smallville. On? Okay. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes, indeed. But now <laughs> and, enjoying their comics as well. And let me say, as far as uh, magic wielders go, Zatanna, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel like she's often overlooked because of, like, yeah. Dr. Fade or John Constantine or Dr. Strange, but Zatanna can hold her own. And obviously, Dr. Strange is a, a different uh, universe, but still yeah. one of the more uh, renowned uh, comic book magic users. So, you know, one thing I, f- I do kind of find funny. I can't believe I don't, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on, on the, uh, on the podcast, despite the fact that I love justice league dark um, series and comic books. It's slightly funny to me, but I understand it that she does backwards magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for those of you don't that no, no backwards magic is simply the artist or writer when they're displaying her powers will simply write the words backwards. So like if she has to say, open the door, it's, you know, whatever, open the door is back written backwards. Well, but it's, 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 it's like Nepo et road. Yeah. Like yeah. each word, each it, it's not, it's not a reversal of the words. It's each word in reverse. Yeah. Each word is backwards, you know? Um, and I, it's like I get it because it's it, from one, it's easier to remember rather than create a whole new language. You know, whatever you want to say, you know what how how to write that down. Right. Uh, but but part of it is just like it kind of makes me laugh when when I see it in the comic books. You, I do feel like, and and in the comic books, it's easier because um, mm-hmm. in Smallville, you know, there's an actress who had to try to say all that. Yeah, you know, and and similarly, there's um, in Smallville, and, and in animated, you know, versions as well. You know, any, anywhere it's a it's a audio role, but there's also the uh, Mister Mixaplex, Mixapix, yes, or something. Yes. You know, it's it, it ah, you know, uh, it's so much easier. It's like they didn't when they were creating these characters, they never anticipated that somebody would have to portray these characters. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm. I can foresee a time where Zatanna's uh, reverse magic is is undone or retconned out. That or here's the thing: <laughs> now with today's technology, you could simply have the uh, actor or actress say the lines you know normally, and then in post just reverse them. I mean, that's true. I could do that yeah. with our podcast. Yeah, exactly. So they, they they would have no problem doing doing that for her. In fact, uh, here's what I'm going to do for all you listeners out there. I'm going to put up two versions of this show. One is going to be the regular front to back version, and the other is going to be this episode in reverse. And one, we all know Greg's not going to do that. That that's that's going to be extra work. At first, I thought. At first, I thought you were gonna say like, um, "I'm gonna say a couple sentences and then I'm gonna reverse it," but I also know you're not gonna do that. It's so much easier to do the whole thing. Then I don't have to find chunks of of wording out. But what I was gonna say is, then uh, you you sync that up with, yep, you know, a random episode of show. <laughs> See, now it's already falling apart because I can't I can't put the pieces you, together. And you and you listen to it and it, it, it's like. Yeah, you probably open up the gates of hell. You sync it up to Wizard of Oz, and then <laughs> magic happens. 
but I'm pretty sure that that also uh, involves copious amounts of illegal drugs. Yeah. Uh, I remember speaking of like syncing, uh, you know, music up to TV shows. Um, I remember being uh, at ISU when I was going there and I was at a, a buddy's house, a little party, of course. And uh, there was like some animated, it was like some cartoon on, on the TV. And then they were, I, not that I was ever into this type of music, but they were kind of playing a little, like, I believe it was like heavy metal. And for some reason, I don't know, my, one is probably the amount of alcohol and uh, two, two, maybe it did sync up. But for some reason, there was a lot of stuff I remember syncing up. So, and everybody, everybody else pointed it out too. So I'd be curious to know what the music was and what the cartoon was. The cartoon. I mean, it was so long ago. That's what I, I won't remember the music F- at all. Find somebody who was in a better frame of mind that evening. Uh, no, nobody was. Trust me. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, but the cartoon was probably like a Powerpuff type girls cartoon. Hmm. So one of those like old Cartoon Network nineties. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mike, I I did one more bit of reading this past week, and that was Thor, the saga of Gore the God Butcher. And as you can see, my little mark here, I'm about halfway through or so. And what I found. Are you enjoying it? I am. And it is. I feel like you take all the humor. It's not. It's not funny. You know. You take all all the humor of, mm-hmm. of Taika Waititi's uh, Thor: Love and Thunder route, and and the Jane Foster uh, Mighty Thor story. Like the if you go back to Thor: Love and Thunder, the parts that actually uh, are about Gore, the God Butcher, right. feel very faithful to the book. Okay. okay. Um, I think you know the the common criticism or or complaint is that there's not enough of those elements and 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 a little yeah. too you know leaning a little too far on the humor. Um, you know, Gore's uh, origin is still pretty intact. You know, from from a sun baked world uh, with no relief, uh, no water, anything like that, to uh, unheard. You know, God the the, the unheard prayers to the gods. Um, and then the rampage it, it's at times hard to follow because it follows three different periods in Thor's life from, okay. I don't know, eight, eight AD to present day to thousands of years in the future when he's old and he's the last remaining God. Oh, jeez, so, oh, Okay. But it all kind of, it, 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 it's interwoven. You've, you've, there are some artistic notes that help, you know, like the, um, it's a little more barren wastelandy when when it's old man Thor, um, and you know it's it's you know younger Thor, clean clean cut, no beard type of thing. Uh, in fact, I think at one point they even joke about this like uh, this this baby face Thor, you know, some some comment <laughs> like right. that. Um, but it's it's good, it's good. I'm enjoying. It. I'm glad that I picked it up at Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois. Now, do they actually show him butchering any gods? Yes. Uh, okay. okay um, in in fact, it, they were, uh, and he kind of relishes the. Um, uh, he's so says I'm like I'll, I'll peel the, the skin off you know off of your or the flesh off of your, you know body or something like that type of thing. So, um, it it, it can it's pretty graphic at times. Okay. Right. So I look forward to reading it someday. Could be sooner than you think, Mike. Could be sooner than you think. I don't know. I do. I, I I I do have to go up to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois soon. Or if I do the, oh, they're op- they're open to. I've I've always I always forget when they close. They close somewhat early. I want to say like eight, but that could be way off. I'll look up their time. Might be seven. Might be seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, we've also been gifted with a lot of uh, viewing content the last few weeks. I know a couple of weeks ago we yes. talked about uh, Paper Girls when that dropped mm-hmm. in its entirety on Amazon Prime, but a week ago we had not had an opportunity to watch it or talk about it, and, and we do need to do, I think, a proper Paper Girls 
um, uh, recap, but the Sandman dropped last week on Netflix. Earlier yeah. this week, uh, we got the third and final episode or third and final season of Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. We also were given um, a, and I don't know if I can't call it a season, but a, a dump of ep- episodes of I Am Groot, of little Perfect. shorts, shorts for kids. Um, definitely, for definitely kids. for kids. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start, Mike? Uh, let's start back with uh, Paper Girls. Paper Girls. I remember we talked about it a little bit, but I don't think we had finished it. If I if I remember correctly, I don't I don't think Correct. we had finished the season yet. We had not. I will say. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. No, I was just gonna say this. Um, I know that this is by the same writer of a lot of the movies I or oh, sorry, a lot of the comic books I enjoy. Uh, I really enjoyed Why the Last Man as a comic book. Uh, Saga, which I'm, I, I, if I go to Scottish Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, that's going to be one of them I pick up for sure. I'll pick up the next next volume of it. Um, but I I feel like Paper Girls was a closer adaptation to the comic book than Why the Last Man was. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. And I don't have a. I, I think we talked about this when we you know, first started discussing paper girls a couple weeks ago is, uh, and clearly I did not read nearly as much of the story as I thought. Right. Like, there, we're getting into things that like none of this is familiar. Uh, that being said, I think maybe that helped me enjoy the show all the more. Um, again, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with paper girls, at least in, in the, the show available on Amazon prime in its entirety, it's, and this happened all very quickly. Maybe that's why, I didn't necessarily think because I, I well, well, that's a different show. Um, but I really think that maybe only I, I got the first issue and, and I liked it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait and get the trade paperback. And I got the trade paperback and I never read it. And then I got volume two and I never read it. And then I gave them to you uh, because very quickly I was like, I'm out of my depth. I'm out of my awareness of what's going on. But it's about four uh, teenage or, or, you know, preteen teenage uh, girls in the 80s, I think. In the in their in their character bios or whatever they say they're twelve or thirteen. Uh, none of them are, are right. supposed to be driving yet. Uh, they're all on bikes, um, and it's uh, the the morning after Halloween, and it's the new girl Erin. It's her first time, and they're like, "You're stupid. This is the craziest, you know, morning to be out delivering papers, and it's your first time." Um, fast forward, which is exactly what they do because they end up in some uh, time rift. And they end up in, I guess, 2019? 19, yes. Yeah. Uh, and not quite the hilarity that ensues, but they realize that a lot of things have gone wrong. They find a couple versions of, of you know, one, you know, has a f- version of her future self. The other one finds uh, a version, a future version of her brother. Come to find out that uh, she died, you know, at the age of 16 from a, a brain cancer. And so it's, they all f- find out that, you know, where they end up in, in 2019 and they try to get back home, but they don't quite make it. They make, make the 1990. It's, it's a lot of time travel. It, they're, they're on the run. There's some really, um, you know, good visuals. I mean, I don't know if you know yes. this, Mike, but Amazon, they like to spend money. Yeah. And, yeah, and they did. And they and, should. And they did. Um, and, and it was, you know, a lot of people were drawing comparisons to, oh my gosh, Stranger Things, blah blah blah. But Paper mm-hmm. Girls, the book came out before Stranger Things, so oh yeah, um, no, you know, Brian K. Vaughn's not not borrowing from anybody. Um, no, it, it's I'm trying to think of. I don't want to like equate it necessarily to Bill and Ted. Uh, no, <laughs> but I, I can understand that though. But, but they're they're being chased by, like, for lack of a better term, like time cops. Yeah. You know, like they, they get they they find themselves suddenly in this war between, you know, people who are trying to maintain a timeline and people who are trying to quote unquote better the timeline. Yeah. Uh without yeah. any I I'm not I'm not picking a side, but at least the way it's presented uh is that like they don't have any regard to what the timeline's supposed to be and, and so they're you know, that that S T K underground or whatever it is. Um 
RTS underground, regardless. Um, so I, I don't know. I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Coming back for, for season two, because they, they left a lot of meat on that bone. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I'm, I'm hoping it comes back. Um, and I, I did read, I want to say maybe two or three volumes of Paper Girls, and I enjoyed it. I now I said this last time, too. I really didn't remember a lot of what happened. But as I was watching the show, it was one of those like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I, you know, I remember this happening. Um, and also just the, the, the casting they had and the way that like you could look at the girls on the 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 TV show and compare them to their comic book uh, counterparts, and it's there's a lot of them that are that are very much identical. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how you how you managed to do that, but it's I'll, perfect. I'll tell you how. Uh, this is this is a little known fact. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's a fact. So uh, they have it, it's all CGI. They have digitally altered the appearances of four 53 year old men that's perfect that's perfect that's because you know what when people would love it if paper girls was just a bunch of old white guys actually i didn't say they were white they were still ethnic oh okay okay well that's even better then okay just old guys old multi-ethnic guys yeah perfect because diversity matters (laughs) yes of course What's really crazy, Mike, is it's uh, a comedy of riches for us geeks because a week after Paper Girls, you know, a lot of people probably didn't even have time to finish watching all of Paper Girls because, bam, Netflix dropped The Sandman. And I shouldn't say, like, dropped as in we didn't know it was coming, except I forgot it was coming. And uh, it came out a week ago on August 5th, and I watched it all and I watched it all by Tuesday. Okay. I really enjoyed I it. Also, I, you know, same, same here. Um, I, I, yeah, it took me a couple of days to watch it. Um, one thing I, I was thinking about as I was watching, and I, I, I don't know if it's the same for you. I've never read the, the comic book that it's based off of same. at all. Yeah. I now, Sandman has been a part of, other comic books um that i've read and i can't actually i think he was in dark knight uh or the the, the metal uh, dark dark knight metal whatever That's you want to call it the batman one i'm almost positive yeah almost yeah the, he was a part of it for a couple pages i, I forget why um but one thing i was thinking about when i was watching this with this show i can't at least up until maybe the very end I couldn't say without a shadow of a doubt that these two sentences, Sandman is a good guy. Sandman is a bad guy. Like I couldn't, couldn't say those two, you know, because right. there's certain things he does where it's like, he was almost a, an ends justify the means type of person where he, you know, also, okay. I mean, it's got, I guess spoilers, but it's been out for a bit. So basically what happens is the you have these people that are trying to summon death, you know, the personification of death. And they get dream essentially instead, or you know, the Sandman. And they manage to lock him up. One thing I by the way, I had no clue what was gonna happen was all the time jumps. Yes. Yeah. You know, that I I just didn't expect that because there was a, a, a time jump, like a 10 year time jump at first. And then what is like a hundred year time jump or oh no, it can't be. It wasn't that long. I know. I know uh dream or, or Morpheus was uh, in prison for 100 years. Okay. Yeah. So 100 years total. So uh, he basically, um, he has to do stuff like where he's trying to get his power back. And if, if there's something that he created using his power, he basically has to kind of destroy it. So there's like a cute little dragon, if I remember correctly, that he had to go Gregory to, the gargoyle. Was, yeah. Was that the the original one? No, because Gregory came from it. So that so so it was a, a dragon at first, right? That he took that he drew his power from and killing it. And then, and then he did something else, and and uh, 
So then there was that, that egg hatched into Gregory. No, no, Gregory was the OG. And and the new one okay, was, who was, they, the, who was the, they wanted to call it uh because uh, it was Cain and Abel. Yes. And they wanted to call it or, or Abel wanted to call it a, a very particular name, uh like swirly. I mean something. You right. know, and 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 Cain was like, it has to be with the G, it's a gargoyle. Yeah. So I can't remember exactly, but Gregory the Gargoyle. I was like, Gregory, yeah, we finally get some recognition. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. So, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, good, good. I was gonna say, uh, in all of this, I have to now go back and reread now with the with the point of reference that I have, having watched the Sandman and having never read the Sandman, I'm gonna have to go back and reread the last bits of Lock and Key: The Golden Age as I open up there. Oh, who's that fella? Oh wow! That? Okay, that's a, that's Dream himself, and and then you come to find out uh, this is an ancestor of of the locks that we know of from from the TV show. But you have this uh, youth, this youngster, and he has the helm and the ruby and okay. bag of sand. Uh, so this uh, ancestor of the locks uh, bargains, you know, for for those pieces so that she can go. Try to, if I remember correctly, from I mean, I just read it three weeks ago, um, but she wanted to try to get her brother out of hell. So, I mean, here we have in the book, there's Cain and Abel. Okay. Lots of, like, I'm realizing having watched the show, how much is actually borrowed you know, or, or borrowed, taken, whatever you want to say, from Sandman because uh, there's the, the, the House of Wonder, something. But uh, Gilbert, uh, here's the Corinthian. You see him, yep. you creepy bastard. Okay. Yeah. Um, Saint uh, Lucifer is is in this. I mean, it's they they go deep towards the end. Look, if you're a fan of of the Sandman, make sure that you're picking up Lock and Key, the Golden Age, because they go deep towards the end of that book on on uh, on Sandman lore. So now, did you? Do you have any idea when you were reading that that it, that that was part of Sandman lore? I, I well, I yes and no. Like as soon as I saw Morpheus, I'm like, okay, I recognize that. Um, right, right, right. I had years back, and we're talking over a decade, probably. Uh, I had borrowed from someone the first trade paperback, the first volume, whatever of the Sandman. And I tried to read it and maybe I finished it and, but just didn't retain anything. Yeah. It, I, it, it's a, look, it's a, it's a beloved story. I'm not taking anything away from it, but it's been so long. And, and just to try to, you know, dip my toe back in those waters would be, you know, it, it cause it goes on for, for me, it'd be like starting to uh, read the walking dead. You know, it's just like, ah, right. you know, I, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to make that commitment really. Um, mm. But that being said, what they did, and, and I was texting a uh, best friend of the show, Josh, and you watch spoilers folks for a show that's been out a week and you've had the ability to binge it. Um, the episode with John in the diner where he's got the Ruby and it's been tainted and he's oh. just he's oh, yeah, like wouldn't yeah. it be great if this was just a more honest world and and you mm-hmm. know everybody's just more honest and and it's it's not just honest but like there's a lot of animosity around it and yeah. and uh uh it it became disturbing to watch that episode um and and i think that was episode 4 or 5 of of the sandman and i was texting josh i was like Dude, this is this is unsettling. Uh, the amount of tension in this in this show or in, in this episode, and then you get to episode six where uh, Dream is having a, a, a spending a day with death, and and I think you know the part that I'll I'm, I'm not going to say, it, but there's a moment in that episode that just absolutely crushed me. Okay, yeah, I can see that. But death herself was like so charming. And so, you know, she's like, people live, people die. I'm not going to, right. You know, I'm not going to be a, I don't, I I'm paraphrasing what she said. She, you know, she's, she's not going to be a, a skull in a, in a shroud, 
you know, she's like, just greet him with a smile and tell him it's going to be okay. You know? Oh yeah. 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 I, I was, I was trying to remember what all happened. Was, yeah. Yeah. She has to go around and, and basically, yeah. Get the get, people get, that have get people have when, when they're talking. So now, yeah. so now when I, when I tell you the moment that crushed me emotionally, I think, you know, which one I'm talking about. Right. Oh yeah. 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 There's, a, there's, yeah. A lot of really good characters on there. Um, one I really enjoyed was uh, jo- Joanna uh, Constantine, which I remember on the internet when they said there was going to be, you know, here's their here's our character. I, I think I think it's Joanna, uh, oh, Joanna Constantine, and Joanna Joanna probably yeah Joanna uh, Constantine. Um, and there was uh, surprisingly there were some people on the comment section that. Uh, did not like it too well and wondered why we had to gender swap John Constantine, John Constantine. They say Constantine. So that's what I'm saying. Right. Um, I think not knowing that that was already a character that, yeah, not, not knowing that that was a character that already existed. Yeah. You know, uh, I, and I like the fact that, cause I didn't know anything. I knew, I know about John. I knew didn't know anything about Joanna, but I like the fact that, they didn't just make her a female version of John, Mm-mm. you know, like she's, she's very much her own character, her own style. Um, yeah, she does. You know, she, she's going to look out for herself just like John does, but she isn't the, you know, cigar smoking, you know, bourbon drinking, you know, um, aspect that, that, that John has. So I really enjoyed her. I want to see, I want to see more of her, um, so, Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Then, God, who was, were were they talking about possibly giving her a spinoff already? Uh, that would not surprise me. Okay, honestly, yeah. When you talk about I, I that. that may or may not, folks, that may or may not be true. But I could have sworn that I saw a headline like some Sandman character was already in talks for a spinoff, and you know, mm-hmm. it, it it's a lot of clickbait stuff on the internet. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. What, what did you think about Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer Morningstar? Oh, <laughs> pretty interesting, actually. Uh, interesting. Is, okay, I'm also so when I'm watching Sam and I'm also um, I started watching the show Lucifer. Oh, okay. Um, it's also yeah, and it's interesting that to see the two different versions of Lucifer Morningstar, and also there is um, and I, I, I it's I know we'll talk about in the um, in Sandman. Her, uh, I don't know, assistant, whatever you call it, uh, I forget, Mazenkind or something like know. that. But anyway, that, that same uh, character is also in, in the TV show as well. That was one of the so things I that, that. I, the those worlds are supposed to be a little bit blended. And people are like, why mm-hmm. are you recasting Lucifer? You already have a great Lucifer over here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I like Gwendolyn Christie quite a bit. My oh, yeah. only thing is that haircut. Jealous. Huh? Are you jealous of the haircut? We no. Uh, I, sure? I, just, I just think, you know, going maybe a, a traditional short cut would have been a little bit better. That's like a medieval Bob, dude. I, I don't know. Um, but as I, as I reference here, lock and key, the golden age again, uh, and at this point, we are in hell. So you can see there's Lucifer, there's oh, yeah. Azazel. Uh, on, on the other page here, you actually have um, Gilbert, uh, the, the mm-hmm. living green. Uh, Etrigan is actually in the book, which is, I mean, oh. th- they, how this IDW book got away with pulling so many DC characters <laughs> is pretty incredible. Um yeah, it's it was a crossover. They say on the back here, crossover with DC Sandman Universe. So um, this is this is a tremendous book. I really did enjoy it, and I highly recommend it. Uh, others pick it up as well, um, especially I, but, apparently if you know um, uh, 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 Sandman Man. lore. Yeah. By the way, uh, I was reading some. Speaking of Lucifer, the on on in, in Sandman, I was uh, reading something about that where it said that Neil Gaiman. Um, the inspiration for Lucifer was actually uh, young David Bowie. Correct. 
because he thought of yeah he thought of Lucifer as a junkie angel, and the best <laughs> the, 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 the the best that he could come up with that was was David Bowie. And, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. And uh, the inspiration for Gilbert, the Living Green, was. Do you know? Uh, you tell me. G.K. Chesterton. Oh, okay. That is a person. Absolutely, yes. Who are you thinking? I nobody. I was I was wondering what you were going to improv. That was not. That's not improv. Uh, that's that's fact. Uh, and uh, Stephen okay. Fry, the the actor who portrayed uh, Gilbert in the show, is all, all. He and Neil Gaiman are both um, big fans of G.K. Chesterton and his work. Well, perfect. He's he's a author, uh, literary figure from England and America in the late uh, late eighteen hundreds, more so in the early nineteen hundreds, nineteen hundred nineteen forties. Yeah, okay, so slightly before my time. Okay, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but uh, had had that big kind of bravado type of uh, uh, appearance to him. So I'm there. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, he's he's an interesting uh, looking character. I mean, there, there's more that I could get into about G.K. Chesterton, but that's not really Nerd United uh, uh, conversation. Um, I'd have to have I'd have to start up a whole new podcast for that conversation. Yes. Um, but I'm a fan. Let's just leave it at that. So okay, here in the, in the, with our last couple of minutes, um, we also got uh, I Am Groot, the series of shorts mm-hmm. on Disney Plus uh, this past week. And boy, you talk about something that'll give you cavities. That stuff's <laughs> super sweet. Now, did you end up watching all five? Mm-hmm. Okay. I See, did. I watched I watched the first one, which is really only three minutes long because they have four minutes of of credits. They so many, you know. Minutes. Yeah, uh, but I watched the first one. I'm like, okay, this is good. It's cute. I don't need to watch the others. I'm good. I, th- I think w- my biggest takeaway from that is, you know, yeah, they're, they're made for kids. They're, 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 mm-hmm. they're cutesy and stuff, but Groot is a petty little tree. Uh, at, at one point, you know, he's, he's trying on um, he, one of the episodes, I think it's called like Groot takes a bath or bath time or something like that. He finds this, this magic mud that helps all of his leaves really like, poof, you know, Blast Valley sees he's, you know, he'll shed him out and then he'll, he'll, you know, he takes some mud, he puts it over here. Like he's got like a Fu Manchu mustache or, or I, nice. I don't know if you can say that, a Hulk Hogan mustache. I don't know. Uh, you know, and, and, and then all of a sudden he goes back uh, and there's no more mud and he's crying and, or, or, or whimpering a little bit in this uh, like ferret squirrel, like this multicolored animal that's been watching this and like doing that, like neighbor upstairs, like keep it down, down there type of thing. He's like, ha ha, you don't have any magic mud. And so Groot takes the critter's fur, like, I, you know, rips it out. You don't see it, but it's, it's a version right. of scalping without there being like, you know, blood and stuff like that. He's like, it's got a new little, uh, little scarf. He's walking away and you just see the critter like in the tree shivering. <laughs> um, wow. There, there's another one where he's, uh, I can't remember the episode or what, what it's called, but there's like a, like a shifting um, like water monster, water creature type thing in, in the, in their ship. And they're having like a little dance off, you know, and, and the, the, this water thing's looking like little Groot, except it's all clear uh, liquidy and Groot's like not doing the dance step. Right. He's trying to teach him. He's like, no, no, you got to do this. And so Groot's like, okay, figuring out and backing him up to a point, And then he puts a, puts the barrier down. It's a clear barrier and the creature's like, huh? And then Groot pushes the button and, and uh, vacuums them out into space. So Groot in this, ev- in this little series, uh, Groot is just super petty. Yeah. He sounds petty. Yes. Like uh, with the other one, I think they call, uh, this is might've been one that was in some of the, the marketing for it is um, all the little itty bitty creatures that are kind of yeah. like yeah. Uh, shocked that he's here. And he, he gets a, uh, um, like sneezes or, or farts or something and, and a, a leaf comes out and they all think, Oh my gosh, he's, he's, he's the, the green giving God or something like that. And he's dancing around things. Uh, and then he accidentally steps on them all. 
<laughs> and, and so he just he's like mm-hmm. and so he, he he moves the rock back over where they would have been <laughs> it, it's wow. it's you know it's he, Groot's a, a petty little shit <laughs> I wonder how much or if anything uh, James Gunn had to do with the making of this I don't know but Vin Diesel voiced Groot really okay yeah. Okay, I did not know. Oh, that was, that was in the okay. uh, that was in the four minutes of credits. It said uh, Vin Diesel as Groot, <laughs> or yeah. voice of Groot, or whatever it says. So, by the way, when you said Vin Diesel, I don't know why. I maybe I, I just heard the first part, and my brain went to Vince Vaughn. That's why I went. Oh, it's <laughs> like, cause like Vin, I know Vin Diesel voices <laughs> have in the movies. You know, so it's like oh, that shouldn't be that surprising that he voices him in the cartoon. You know, although I mean, they're not all the same. A lot of times, you know, we know that from what if. But yeah, I heard Vin, I heard Vince Vaughn in my head, <laughs> and then then it'd be like Vince Vaughn saying, uh, "Uh, uh, you're so money, you don't even know." Right. <laughs> right. So, Mike, anything else that we have uh, going on in particular this week? Real quick, do you want to mention the the other thing that we watched together? Oh yes, yes, but this has to be quick, and I can't believe yeah. we did it. Tell tell the folks okay. about the uh, uh, the retro '90s cartoon that we decided we were together. We 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 spent a little time together on Tuesday, uh, and we got talking about you know trips down memory lane and and drug, alcohol, and cigarette prevention tactics that were uh, put on you know or given to us kids or or, or uh, attempted on us when we were kids and you like i know exactly what the saturday morning cartoon was tell the good folks so yes uh we watched uh it was a cartoon a special cartoon one-off special cartoon movie uh in the 90s called i believe Ca- cartoon all-stars that i i told greg about just being like oh this is kind of funny and then he looks it up on his phone or on on youtube finds it and then I, and then he starts watching it i'm like okay we're only, only gonna watch like a minute but just like he wants to see it just to get to know it um but we ended up watching the whole thing not only it was we started watching it on greg's phone and then we screencast it to my tv so greg wouldn't have to sit there and hold his phone to both <laughs> me and him uh we watched this i think it was 30 minute uh cartoon special uh, it has uh, a bunch of the characters that you would know: Alf, uh, Mikey from you know Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a bunch of had, Bugs Bunny, had all some Smurfs, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Smurfs, yeah. Bugs and Daffy, uh, Muppet Babies, Garfield, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, come to find out, according to Wikipedia, so you know it's true, mm-hmm. it was financed by McDonald's and Ronald McDonald Children's Charities, and. It's simulcast for a limited time on April 21st, 1990 on the four major American television networks, uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. By the way, I think everybody should watch it, not because of the message, but because of this is what like 90s prevention was, which was scare tactics, which was uh, if you smoke weed you will automatically start doing crack like i think you went from like weed they, to crack in one day well weed is the gateway drug uh oh, but of course the, according to the 90s do you remember the uh according to the 90s i mean 2022 mike come on uh the do you remember the song the wonderful ways to say no yes that yes. song was written by academy award-winning composer alan menken and lyricist Howard Ashman, who, by the way, did songs for Disney's Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. So these are people who knew their stuff, man. Oh, they yeah. Knew their stuff. And all they really wanted to do was help keep kids off drugs. The problem is none of that worked. And we do, as a society, love our marijuana. Uh, that's true. Maybe they should have scared him more. Maybe that was it. They didn't scare him enough. That's right. I mean, he looked pretty scared, but he, what, yeah. what we we all need a uh, uh, floating. We I think what we all need is we all need uh, cartoon character intervention. And I, yeah, keep keep that in mind. I think that'd be a fun topic for next week, Mike. Cartoon 
character intervention. You, okay. you better write that down because I'll forget. I yes, you will for sure. <laughs> so if if we were if we were going to have an intervention, and, and maybe we'll do this, like if I needed it, Mike to have an intervention for something, not what would you know what substance or what mm-hmm. addiction it might be, but what cartoon characters would I bring to the fold to help uh, to help you overcome? That whatever it is is tricking you, and, and maybe you can uh, uh, have some fun. That'd be that'd be. I think it'd be better to be like, yeah, I want uh, Optimus Prime. Well, no shit, everybody wants. But what would I, you know, who would I send to your intervention, and, and who would you send to mine? Sure, yeah, because you got to think it might be a, uh, somebody scary. It might be somebody who's you know give you a heart to heart. It could be Invincible's be dad, a, a and duo. he'll run your face through yeah. a train. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So anything's possible. It's a world of opportunity. So that's right. Mike, that was fun. That's going to be a fun conversation next week. So yes. I ho- I'm glad you wrote that down because again, I'll forget. Um, remind me next Thursday so that I can put your team together. <laughs> Perfect. We'll do. All right. Uh, everybody, this has been fun and we appreciate you joining us uh, for this uh, exciting episode of Nerds United. Make sure that you tell your friends and uh, for the remainder of it, uh, make sure that you continue to vote in the 80s movie mania tournament on facebook and twitter at nerds united show and and just you know engage with us on all the stuff that we put up there because it's all fun we think so anyway so for the co-host of the year uh for three years and running mike luther i'm greg mahachko this has been nerd united and will continue to be nerds united until i'm dead in the ground or forget one of those two is going to happen. So, uh, <laughs> so until next time, be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery